Welcome back to Teaching with the Body and Mind. This is Tom again. Hey, you're still here. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> I'm here with Ross and Joey and Mike. Hey. Hey, Tom. Um, and I'm, I'm going to kind of continue our t talk with my trip to Australia. And there was one aspect of that trip that just floored me because um, it doesn't really exist here. Mm -hmm. And that's the game of rugby. Mm. Uh, and there was, uh, there, was, uh, there was some big tournament going on. The World Cup was happening. The, for rugby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Our <laughs> resident sports authority here. <laughs> and it, it was amazing watching these grown men run into each other. I mean, full the speed, no full pads, no pads, um, no protective gear, except maybe a mouth guard. Right. Right. And I'm thinking about, you know, if a child's watching this kind of physical play, mm -hmm. because in a way it's play. Yeah. Um, what kind of messages are the kids getting? Because mm -hmm. it is really um, in some ways, it seems like it's even beyond rough and tumble. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. like mock battles. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. It's uh and were children watching? I mean, when you went to I games? Mean, no, I mean, I would go in a pub with okay. the people okay. I was with, and yeah. we'd watch yeah. it and yeah. have a beer, and yeah. that was <laughs> ginger beer. <laughs> yeah, you're you're grown up. You can yeah, you can enjoy some of the local. But I think, I, from my understanding, I think it's similar to soccer, football around the world, where in in the areas there, you have your team. So your family, if you're if you're a rugby mm -hmm. family, you follow these certain teams and i think as children aspire to be rugby stars as as they would footballers or you know other around the world the similarity right. that we do here with basketball baseball and football and things like that but we usually think of these things so or some people think of it as a really violent sport mm -hmm. um and and, yeah. and glorifying really wrong to do so. <laughs> i mean it, it is and yeah. glorifying the violence right right uh and but in a way, like, like I said, it, you know, there, I guess there's, it, there's a deeper question here about violence in sports, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And what constitutes violence in sports, mm -hmm. and what kind of effect that would have on. Well, maybe none of watching. us here know enough about rugby, but I would presume there are still rules. Yes. And that it's, there are probably also still penalties, mm -hmm. and I mean, so like even though it right. looks, it, it, I mean. I don't know. Violent is a tricky word to, to, to define in this context, but it looks like there's physical pain involved in some right. of the legal maneuvers. There are right. things that are outside the bound. I mean, yep. you, you can't can just still, go kick people in the face. You can still go yeah. too far. Yes. And, so and that, that idea, too, that when, a, when play is done, like when a play stops, right. they... They stop. Yeah, the violence stops. Right. It's not like, I mean, to a certain degree. It doesn't, it doesn't look like it, but yeah. It probably fades out. It probably doesn't happen on the whistle if it's anything like other sporting events. Well, for instance, seen. when you tackle somebody, yeah. you, you can lay on them for not too long, uh -huh. but you still lay on them yeah. for, a, for a couple seconds. Right. It's like you don't immediately let them up. Right, right. But in that, as soon as somebody gets up, then the person has to pass back the yep. ball back to somebody, and the play begins again. Yep. Where there's this tremendous these forces the impact of the all impact. Yeah. And I was looking up some um, some statistics about injuries, and mm -hmm. I was surprised that really they were 
most of them were like sprained ankles. Well, and that's or or bruises in there. Right, right. Yep. Huh. Deep contusions. And I think that's where the, it looks violent. It looks very aggressive. But again, it's very controlled. And I'm not by any means uh, an avid follower, but I know the game and I've watched certain teams. Um, there's a New Zealand team called the All Blacks, which are a very popular team. And these are very hulking kind of sized people. And you'll see in the scrum where they line up shoulder to shoulder and they smash. Base looks like head to head, but there's but really. But it starts. It does. It starts. They're, 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 they're actually they're all connected. You're not they're, running at full speed at right. someone. At that point, they're connected. They're only a feet or a foot right. or a few feet apart, but they smash together and then the ball goes out and they start to run. But I think this is maybe along the lines of like professional wrestling, where there's technique, there's ways to to tackle and to to strike one another that wouldn't sever, you know, Well, the other thing I think that happens, because, and this is totally from someone who's not an avid sports fan, but my understanding of, of like, football, hockey, things like that is, as equipment has gotten better at protecting, people are actually, like, football, when they had the, like, leather helmets, they didn't dive headfirst into somebody. Exactly. Because... It hurt their head. Well, too any much. any blow you deliver, you're gonna feel. You're gonna you feel, and yeah. the more without the equipment. Yeah, and so I mean. there's some evidence right. that the more, especially the way we protect heads, there's more concussions. Yes. Because people do things now that before you couldn't continue playing the rest of the game, and I, and I would imagine with rugby with no equipment, it's it's, a, it's still at that level where you only can do so much with your head yeah, before you you're can, the one it's going to affect first. Well, you can't, ta- you can't ta- tackle above the shoulder. Right. Yep. There was a big controversy because one of the one of the players was suspended because he was gouging somebody's eyes. Yeah, right. And that's not... That's, 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 you can't do that. that yeah. Oh, so that there are rules. rules. See, I figured there were some rules. <laughs> well, so then I don't... Uh, right. I'll let you talk about but, but I... You know, as I say, Mike, I think the, that's the point is that when you don't have any padding... You have to really be aware because if you're going to hit someone full force, you are also going to receive that. And I think there's in that the way that they'll play, and that's why we're not seeing. I mean, yes, bones break, ankle. There's, but it's not at a level where if you saw this without, if it was this lawless game, yes, there would be a lot more devastation and injury. But I think there's a lot of precision and calculated movement. And you're hyper aware because you have no padding. Where I think, as Mike, you're saying, the the protection, the protective gear in football here in in the U.S. and is getting better. But I think what is also happening is that the athletes are getting bigger and stronger because training is increasing, dietary things. So you're trying to become the biggest, strongest person, but your padding isn't equivalent. So people mm-hmm. are hitting each other harder, thinking there's protection, but your brain can only receive so much right. your body so mm-hmm. i think that again kind of like we know where just wearing a helmet doesn't make you a safer bike rider we see more right. injuries now because of the illusion of safety yeah there's yeah evidence that bike helmets actually don't increase safety right people yeah people tend people either don't treat you as yeah. somebody to avoid as much like oh well they have a helmet on well and, and my and car can drive closer. i'm going to keep wearing my bike helmet Oh, yeah. As you should. But this is maybe, I know that uh, we've had some new listeners and subscribers uh, from Australia. So maybe if there are any avid fans who are listening currently or have friends who are avid fans. And aren't laughing too hard at us. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Maybe, I mean, I'd I'd invite them to to go on the Facebook page and either show us some links or share their stories or what they know. Because I think this would be great to get it from people who play or follow it at a far deeper level. Well, and I... uh, 
two separate kind of things are in my head. One one is just sort of I'm not sure that violence is actually the right word to dis- right. to describe the game. It looks like it, but I don't think that it meets the that that's the right defi- the right word to. Right. If you define violence, I don't think that's actually what's happening. So I, I, I wonder if there's another mm-hmm. word because even aggressive is not quite the right word because it's it's a game. So that's one right. thought. But I asked, I mean, but here we are saying, oh, but it's, you know, it's not as bad as it looked because we, you know, right, right, right. It is. <laughs> I mean, you know, my, yeah. my my nephew played rugby in college and and I never he was far away. I never got to go to his games, but he's also you know. He was an Eagle Scout. He was a, a, a paramedic for the Eagle Scouts, and eventually he yeah. jumped out of planes for the military. Like, yeah. it, it, you do this because you like crashing into people. You yes. like right, danger right. and yes. thrilling, uh, you know, risk-taking kinds yeah. of things. You know, it, it, so it's not like, oh, that didn't actually hurt. No, 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 that actually hurt a lot. Well, and I think that's that's the other point of this. I think that it. I think I agree with you, Joey. That violence. I think to the to the lay people who don't see who just see body smashing it looks like a scene out of Braveheart or something right. like that where it's this big battle but again i think it's very right. calculated but everybody who's on the field loves this game yeah. and wants to play this it's game it's not violence it's a, yet it also i think feels a need for people Right. Like, I, I, I'm a, there's well, impact, right? There's, there's I mean, impact. so that's we we talk and sometimes you, with young children. You read articles with NFL players who say like, "I just wanted to crash into people. Yeah. I just, I just wanted right. to crash these into people." These are the sensory like it, seekers. These who are the we, yes. It, well, in this, so I mean, you know, there's no one type young, of person. Yeah, tying it back to children. You know, there are those children that when they don't get a chance to crash around, they are going to be less right. whatever regulated or whatever mm-hmm. word you want to use. Right? right. That for some. I think for everyone, there's some need, yep. whether it's a hug will suffice mm-hmm. or crashing into a wall right. or mm-hmm. playing um, demolition derby with your friends right. is going to do it. But, right. you know, there's different needs for it, but everyone needs some type of pressure right. mm-hmm. on them, you mm-hmm. know. And so I don't know, because I, I want to get back to your original comment about what does it mean for the kids watching it? Yeah. Right. And yeah. I think yeah. it's going to depend on if a kid likes to crash into things, right. mm-hmm. they're going to see it differently than the kid who's like, doesn't you know wants to just high five people and right. no hugs or you know <laughs> I'm, right. I'm thinking about the uh, did you ever play pylon or yeah. oh yeah <laughs> as kids yeah I mean that's kind of what this reminds we, me I of? think we might have done an episode on it on pylon definitely it's come up it's, it's, come up. it's been in my head it's yeah up. it's come up because I loved it too right and there there's the one who wants to be at the bottom in mm-hmm. the middle getting all of that input yep and then there's the one on the top who's that's all they can handle is being on top of the right. pile. And then there's one who's standing up said, like, absolutely not. I right, do not right. want to be a part of this game. And I think that's where we know the people who are off to the side watching going, no, they're also not going to be probably seeking a career in rugby because that's not probably the input not. That, they're, that their need is. You know, rare is the the child who is going to... But there's still, there, there still might be this um, thrill of watching it. Right, mm-hmm. yes. that's Vicar- vicariously Ex- mm-hmm. experiencing Absolutely. it. Right, mm-hmm. the, the people who are like interested in the need for that, or right. you know, and there may be some who do need it but don't know how. Like that's too much. Right. Uh-huh. It's mm-hmm. not controlled enough for them, yeah. or they have to see it enough before or they see it even enough tr- for even to take their baby steps. Yeah, yeah. I had a kid who just watched, always wanted me to play chase with everyone, except yeah. she never wanted to be the one being chased. But yeah. every day she was the one who asked me, "Would you go play chase with well, them?" <laughs> so I think that by, I think watch it. maybe yeah. again this would be a, 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 an outreach to the teachers in Australia who can can they attest to how often do they play rugby or how often do they 
what does it look like when the children try to recreate these games and play them? Because we know that there's probably children wanting to play various forms of rugby. And how do do children get to play this? Do what are the rules that have mm-hmm. to be in place? Um, but I think there is that aspect of again, as we've talked about, and where this podcast has started from, from big body and rough and tumble play. You have to really get into it to know what your limits are, mm-hmm. both mm-hmm. on the delivery end of the impact as well as on the receiving end mm-hmm. of the impact. So I think that you have to kind of play it. And there's going to be times where you get hit too hard yeah, yeah. or you hit someone too hard. And that's where you go, yep, I need to dial it back. Yeah. Or you go, that wasn't enough. I need more. <laughs> yeah. And you see some bigger things. That's a nice, nice, uh, that's a nice thought about there's two sides to it. Mm-hmm. It's the giving and the taking. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Which right. is really, there's, there's also another sport in in Australia that's very interesting it's called Aussie rules football Mm -hmm. and that blew my mind because what you've got is grown men jumping on top of each other to catch the ball they actually use their opponents to to catapult up so they get higher to catch the ball I've never seen anything like that and Uh it looked like now this could be really dangerous Mm -hmm. this could be really but it's really popular and it's got I think it might even be more popular than rugby huh. mm. in Australia. Yeah. And um, how did you feel watching these sports? Did they make you kind of like uh, tense? <laughs> I'm tense just imagining the jumping on top of people. Uh, it was like I've never seen anything like that huh. in in a in a in a sport that's considered professional and condoned. Right. It, right. It really mm. looked like something that was off limits but it wasn't it was like yeah this is accepted have you seen that meme there's this thing that was going around social media of this and it was about teamwork but it showed this military i don't know must have been like 15 people going over this wall that was like 15 feet or 20 feet high Mm -hmm. and they all run they're running towards the wall and they had this system where two people went they made groups of two where they had their hands ready. The next person, they got their feet and they kind of threw them up in the air. They catch the wall. Next person does the same thing, catches that person, climbs up the person, and they like keep doing it until it's one last person who's the best jumper. Someone's leaning over the wall. They jump up enough to catch them, and they all get over the yeah. wall in like 30 seconds or something. Yeah, yeah. But it was this thing of like it involved all of them climbing on each other. Yeah. And it was just really interesting to uh-huh. me of like, clearly like this is not something you could just do without... Some practice. Some practice. <laughs> and why couldn't you do that in an early childhood classroom? <laughs> Climb on each other? Yeah. Next, I mean, next fire drill, I think we're going <laughs> to... Out the window, everyone. Out the window, everyone. <laughs> we're going to practice this. I'm going to just toss you a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Just, just a little bit. Biggest you kid know, on the it, ground, it, or, it, we're climbing it, up you. It really did kind of expand my idea of yeah. what's condoned and what's allowed. Right, right. And again, it made me think about in early childhood, we seem so hell-bent on stopping kids from being so physical with each other right whereas uh i think there's this really um need that's yeah. that's part and instinctual. i wonder the the rule thing too yeah, that's i what wonder I was if about. it's harder because with any type of game a board game you know preschoolers are going to switch the rules yes. constantly yes to fit whatever they want to do right now and i think that might be harder for adults than like oh if they're playing a game and I know what the rules are, and there's a referee who can blow a whistle. Yeah, right. I'm a little, I'm okay with a little more um, contact, impact, yep. whatever. Right. But when it's kids just freely playing, 
And I think a lot of what we do in our workshops is talk about what are the rules. Look for the rules since you aren't right. going to be the one. And you might have a few right. basic things to start with of like they might not know, you know, throats yeah. like yeah. don't grab a throat Awful. or um, things like that. But I don't I could see that being really hard for adults. Um, and once they start noticing what looks when can I look in the kid's face and see if they're having fun versus they're, they have that get me out of here look. Uh -huh. And once they get that, they get a little more comfortable. I don't know. Or the squeals. Squeal, yeah. Are they squeals? Oh, yeah, squeals of joy. Or, or, or are they, uh, you know, asking for help? And the yeah. same thing, too, of even the cry where it's all they're asking is lay off me for a minute. And they stop crying as soon as yeah. right. the pressure's off and then they jump back in. Yeah. And people not knowing, I don't, adults don't do that. Right. You know, so they're like unsure like oh no but he was crying we have to stop this mm -hmm. and, and it's like learning the way preschoolers do rules yeah well and now and on the topic of what is violent and what is aggression yeah. and what is aggressive and you know i think yeah aussie rules football rugby a lot of impact but still very orchestrated and very you know i think almost, not choreographed but there's definitely a system to it i'm wondering about like the the kind of continued increase in MMA fighting and mm. the mixed martial right, arts where right. there's, to me, and boxing. I think boxing had a bigger heyday decades ago and it still continues, but that's, to me, we are now punching as hard as we can to knock this other person unconscious. I'm going to try to grapple this person to put them in such pain that they quit the fight and I win. Now, I don't know of any... MMA studios for preschool age children. I really would hope that wouldn't be the case, but I know that there's children that go to wrestling matches or that go to mm -hmm. that practice organized wrestling in very early ages. And I wonder kind of the culture around that, but I mean, maybe that's another discussion later on, but that, that to me, it's growing in popularity in, in the U S mm -hmm. and except Tom's ready. D Dukes are up. <laughs> um, but to me, what's going to be, what would, is there a continuum? Is there a spectrum? Is there like, would you rather your children watch rugby or would you rather them watch MMA? And, you know, is there, is there a difference? To, and is there a continuum? Well, the thing with MMA, though, like if you think about it, because it's way more violent, but the right. referee is like right there, two feet away. And it's only one-on-one -on -one and there's a lot more. Right. So in terms of there's that combination of control and not control, you know, like, yeah. like you watch MMA? No, That's actually, what I was I, thinking. I was like, how do you know that? <laughs> He's actually having a pay-per-view party at his house. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What are, what are you guys doing tonight? You didn't get the e-bike? <laughs> I've only <laughs> actually... Well, oh, you don't want to know what I watch, actually. It's completely... It's the... Well, the other... I'm uh, just yeah, to, to try to the connect... Wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, because Tom and Mike, you were talking about like rules, and yes, you do have to watch for the rules. But I think you know, it's a it's a it's a stretched analogy between you know the professional sport and 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 kids, but also the participants in the professional sports have chosen yeah. to be there. Mm -hmm. One could argue right. that they don't all have, you know, make, and they're attracted to it. Like they're they, attracted, right? Exactly. So it's, like it's they want it's a, to be there. No one's no one's being uh, the sports we're talking about. No one's in like a you know it's, we're not talking about like whatever doing like prisoner camps and they have to go fight gladiator style oh, like that. yeah. uh, that's sorry that was i was grasping for gladiator um <laughs> but to go back to kids a little bit like i think the place where there's the moment of like ooh, ooh is is everyone really playing because sometimes you've got the one kid who's got a more physical style than the other and 
they don't know they don't all know the rules yet they don't all know each other yet and one kid might go over and tackle the one who isn't it i mean so it's it's not it's i'm just saying it's not so, the same so what's really interesting and i'll Always. try and i'll try and wrap yeah. this up is um, I mean, it's clearly not the same sorry yeah it's not the same but and one of the big differences is and it's come through in this discussion is that the chi- the children are making up the rules as they go along right right and, right, yeah. and you, as a teacher you want to be able to read those instead of just uh, come in and stop it right yeah. okay right right yeah yeah. Well, thank you guys. Yeah, yeah. Was great. Yeah, yeah. thanks. We still have to figure out another word besides violent for yeah. sports, yeah. but that'll be that'll be our our homework. Yeah, project. yeah. Thanks, thanks, Tom. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Teaching with the Body and Bond. We'll be back again next week with another episode. Music is by Big Wheel Popcorn. So you know what the most violent sport in the world is? <laughs>